0: My question is, how do you continue to keep forgiving somebody who continues to hurt you over and over again, especially if it's a parent?
1: Mm -hmm. Things are being said and you forgive them and then it happens again the day after. Right. That's a great question. This is intentional living. How do you be intentional? How can you be intentional with someone you love, Uh, but you need to forgive and they keep hurting you over and over? I kind of think of, I'll forgive a person who pulls the chair out from under me, but if they're in the room, I'm gonna be sure to take a look before I sit down next time. Um, What about forgiveness? How has forgiveness impacted your life? What have you learned through the process of forgiveness? What's God's intention for forgiveness? I'm Dr. Randy Carlson. This is the Intentional Living Center live today. My phone line is open for your comments at 888-888-1717 on our comment line. Rob is here, our senior producer, and Stephen, the rest of the team, and we're here to focus on what it means to forgive, and as as a follower of Christ, this is a foundational message. God has come to forgive us. The Bible has many, many passages about the power of forgiveness. Here's a troubling one. In Matthew chapter 6, it says, for if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. If we take that as it's intended from Christ, then we know that the message is pretty clear. Uh, Forgiveness is an essential part of our spiritual experience. What have you learned through the process? We'll be practical in talking about it as well today, just like that uh, opening call. How do you deal with it um, when a person doesn't ask for forgiveness? Or maybe they keep hurting you over and over. How do you deal with that? All right. I'm Dr. Randy Carlson. This is Intentional Living. We're going to get into the calls. and love to have you come and join in as well. Uh, let's go to Michigan. Herman, uh, welcome to the program.
2: Thank you, Dr. Randy Carlson. I love listening to your show.
1: Thank you, man. How has forgiveness impacted you there?
2: Well, since I was a little boy, uh, my father was an abusive alcoholic father. And for years, he abused us. There uh, we were six kids in the family. And my mother and they got divorced when I was 10. He moved away, and uh, he died when I was 22, and so I never got a chance to say that I forgive you in person. So I went to the cemetery and knelt down in front of his grave, and I uh, said that I forgive you, and it it released so much. Huh. Um, I've been a, a faithful follower and believed in Jesus Christ since I was 10, but I never truly forgave my father until that day at a cemetery uh, in front of his grave, and it really helped me begin to heal.
1: So just the act, that physical act of being right there at that place, um, sort of enhanced the whole process of coming to that conclusion about your dad.
2: Yes, and it, I think what made it even harder is his name is Senior and I'm Junior, and to see my name or the name on a headstone was really kind of a an eye-opener too, and you know, we only have such a short time here on earth to make a, a huge difference and people are watching you. And I've had many people over the years say, I watched how forgiveness worked in your life and it helped me by watching you.
1: Amen, brother. Thank you for calling, Herman. I appreciate you sharing uh, sharing your story. All right.
2: Thank you so much.
1: And And it sounds to me like you're breaking that cycle in this next generation.
2: Yes, sir. I definitely am with your help and with
1: God's help, I am doing that. Mm. All right, well, thank you, man. Appreciate your call. D.L. Moody once said, I firmly believe a great many prayers are not answered because we're not willing to forgive one another. You know, I know this topic today is comforting for some, instructive for others, and frankly, for some of you, just frustrating you to death or maybe even creating some anger as you hear me talk about forgiveness and the need to forgive. And you said, you're thinking you have no idea, Carlson, what I have to forgive. And uh, I probably don't. And for every story, there's going to be some uh, unusual pain and unique pain and experience you go through. But some things I do know, forgiveness is essential for those of us who are followers of Christ. We do it intelligently. Like I said at the beginning, if someone's pulling the chair out, you may forgive them, should, but it doesn't mean you go in and let them do it over and over there's accountability. I mean, there's responsibility. Doesn't take away consequences for a person's behavior, please. But ultimately, if we hang on to things, and I've dealt with people over the years who have just hung on to stuff, and you can see it in their eyes, you can see it in their heart, you can see it in their face, um, because they've hung on to things, frankly, they should be letting go of. All right, uh, let's continue. We're talking forgiveness today. Judy uh, in Pennsylvania, how is forgiveness impacting your life?
3: I'm just calling to say that, yes, I reconnected with a sister-in-law that stopped talking to me after my husband died, and it is just wonderful. I have forgiven her in my heart. Now, I also have a question with how does someone forgive themselves for getting into a relationship with a married man that I knew was wrong, and I did so anyway. I believe he came into my life not long after my husband passed away, and I was very vulnerable and open to another relationship because I missed my husband so much. That may sound strange, but I don't even really understand it. But I need to learn to forgive myself for all the lies and manipulation and sneaking around and just dishonoring the Lord.
1: Hey, listen, um, Judy, the the sensitivity of your heart comes through. I mean, you're sensitive to the fact that you sinned, and God is a God of forgiveness. And if he can't forgive you, he can't forgive any of us. And the Bible's clear that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And if he can't do that for you, he can't do it for me and can't do it for a thousand other people or many thousands listening right now. Who probably have a stack of sins much higher than yours? <laughs> if we're going to compare sins here, like trading cards, and we're not going to do that because we just know God is a God of forgiveness. That's why He's here. That that I mean, that's why He came. Uh, he loves us, and He's he, he. It's a process, though. I understand. Maybe you're wrestling with it. Um, just continue to leave it there and don't pick it back up and get focused on reaching out and loving other people but we hear your heart judy talking forgiveness today i'd love to have you weigh in what have you learned what's been your story that you've learned about forgiveness how has it impacted your life share it on our comment line this is the intentional living center where we're breathing life into good intentions and maybe the good intention today is to experience god's intentional forgiveness for you triple eight triple eight 1717
4: are you overwhelmed by the uncertainty of life for many, uncertainty can lead to fear and unhealthy life habits. In Dr. Randy's teaching, Intentional Living When You're Sick and Tired, you'll learn about the Apostle Paul's work with a church that exhausted and overwhelmed him, and his commitment to walk by faith. When you give right now, we'll send you this teaching, and we'll toss in God Hears and Answers, a book by Dr. Randy on developing a vibrant prayer life that will grow your faith and confidence in God during times of uncertainty. We'll email you this month's exclusive teaching and other Intentional Living tools each month. To receive the teaching and the book, call 888 -888 1717 today or visit TheIntentionalLife.com. That's TheIntentionalLife.com.
1: Without forgiveness, intentional living is impossible. Hi, I'm Dr. Randy Carlson with an Intentional Living Minute. Last Thursday and Friday and again today we're looking at Ephesians 4:32 three things Paul says be kind to one another tender hearted and today forgiving one another just as God in Christ also forgave you you know none of us deserve forgiveness forgiveness is the greatest gift that we can give to another person to our spouse when they fail to our children to our co-workers and forgiveness is God's greatest gift to us what a model so today, one thing, immerse yourself in God's forgiveness to you, and then allow that to overflow toward other people.
4: And as you do, you're going to have a great day. It's going to be an intentional moment in your life. Go to theintentionallife.com slash minute to get the Intentional Living Minute in your email every day. And I hope you do that
1: today. We'd love to start sending you the minute every day on video right to your, uh, to your email. Uh, again, as Kurt said, go to the slash minute. Forgiveness and finding freedom forgiveness. In my most recent book on the topic of freedom from hijacked emotions, I talk about uh, anger and uh, I talk about how we can hang on to things. And I have a whole section on how do you forgive? And there's a three-step sort of a process that I write about. I'll share some of that with you here in just uh, a couple of minutes, but... Mostly, we're hearing from people all across the country who are saying, hey, here's how forgiveness has impacted my life. Uh, let's get to Sandy in in Arizona. Sandy, welcome. What uh, what have you learned about forgiveness?
3: We've all been offended, and no one's perfect, and I've always thanked God for all the trials and tribulations and all the flaws, and I love my family, and I think it's when we're in Trials when we really need God and we need His mercy. So I've noticed that when you forgive, it releases the seeds of grace and mercy and love and kindness, and yeah. it releases the freedom and it releases the salvation because of the power of the gospel is for everyone to be saved. And I did feel the freedom of allowing God to flow through us, and it's, you know, in John 8, 8, 36, it says, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed.
1: Has it been difficult for you to forgive? Has this been a process for you to to practice?
3: No, it hasn't. I think if you just um, surrender yourself to Jesus, and you allow his spirit to take over, it's actually his forgiveness.
1: Mm -hmm. That's true. And, you know, we're we're thinking, appreciate that. Thank you for that comment. I'm thinking of, we're, we're focusing on this idea of maybe forgiving someone. But here's a question. Is there someone that maybe you have wronged that would become freer in their life if you reached out to them and said, will you forgive me? And I can think of several episodes, but one in particular in my own life where there was a a time I needed to go to someone, and uh, I did, and I simply sat down and said, "You know, I've been thinking about something I said, and this was my intention, but this is probably the way it felt and to you. And I, just, I just want you to know, I'm, I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? That's a powerful thing, isn't it? Because Generally speaking, people are willing to forgive. People want, I think we're wired to do that. We most of us don't want to live our lives with animosity and tension in other relationships. And what we're seeing in our culture today is a modeling not of forgiveness, we're seeing a modeling of animosity. We see it in our political system unfortunately. We're seeing it in life in general. I mean, this is today there we're being rewarded not for forgiving and reconciling, but for dividing and conquering. And so in our culture today, this topic is not on the top of the minds of most people. But I can tell you, not only spiritually, but I, I believe emotionally and relationally, it's a powerful, powerful thing in our lives when we experience it. If you just joined us, I'd love to have your comments, triple eight triple eight seventeen seventeen. because the question is, How has forgiveness really impacted your life?
2: Uh, Yes, I was just calling about dealing with forgiveness. I dealt with it a long time and just couldn't seem to completely forgive some people in my life. So I started praying to God to help me forgive them. And over a period of time, I did. And once I did, it was like all the burden was gone off of me, the uh Baggage I was carrying around from having unforgiveness in my life. And the best thing that happened was when that burden was gone, it opened up my life to study more, to try to be nearer to Christ. It, it felt like a lot of resentment and unforgiveness. You know, it was gone. And that just seemed to mm. open up everything else.
1: Wow. Thank you, Clay. Clay from Florida. Uh, you're talking about how it opens up your life. I mean, there's a, we, we hang on to stuff. So if forgiveness is something you're saying, hey, I need to do this. Can I give you a kind of a three-step process at least to think about? Um, I wrote about it in the book, Freedom from Hijacked Emotions, and other places, and as I've taught on this, number one is to be clear what needs to be forgiven. The clearer you are concerning the offenses that you have experienced from another person, the more precise you can be when you begin to go through that process of forgiveness. Not just a general feeling, but to say, hey, I was wronged and here, here's how, not only I'm feeling, but you can be precise in your own mind and heart. What needs to be forgiven? It might be that, you know, in, in your marriage, this, to say to your spouse, you know, when I say something and you completely ignore me, I, I feel angry, you know, or I was angry when you did this and I've hung on to it which really is step two, which is acknowledging those feelings. When you acknowledge your feelings, you're helping to clarify your thoughts and connect your heart to your hand and your head, and you're beginning to take the process to the next step, which is to really speak or write or in some tangible way articulate uh, you know, this process of forgiveness. Maybe, you, maybe not only asking for it, but giving it to another person. And when you go through those steps, it can be transformational in your life. We're talking intentional living here. We're talking about breathing life into a good intention. And maybe you've been held back. There's things in your life that you know unforgiveness is just weighing you down. And today could be the beginning of that process for you. I'm Randy Carlson. This is Intentional Living. Let's uh, go to Alice, Arizona. Hi there, Alice. Hello there, uh, Doctor. How are you? Good, good. How about uh, forgiveness? How has it impacted your life?
5: Oh, it's been awesome. Uh, uh, You're talking about uh, uh, hijacked emotions. That's exactly what it is. And uh, I thank God... Now, I I thank him. I'm a believer and always worked in the church and everything. But someone hijacked my emotions. And I didn't think I was worthy or uh, that my behavior and actions was just, uh, I, I was so shameful to be able to come before the Lord again to ask. I, I, I just, I was... Um, I was dirty. I couldn't come myself. I couldn't come before the Lord. But thanks be to God that the Holy Spirit whispered into my spirit. And when I prostrated myself one day before the Lord, just laid out before him, Hmm. that joy and that peace that flooded my spirit. And it just blessed me, and I have just been on the road to just seeking Him and a deeper relationship with Him. Mm. And it helped me to see that the same thing that happened to you can also, uh, uh, that that happened to you, that you also engaged in it. So it allowed me freedom from the other person that I had been upset with.
1: Boy, you've got it straight, Alice. I love your spirit. By the way, thank you for calling. And uh, by the way, when you call to talk on the air, make sure you turn your radio down because uh, you know that that way we don't get the feedback. But that's great. Thank you, Alice, for your call from uh, sharing with us from Arizona. I'm Dr. Randy Carlson. This is the Intentional Living Center today, talking about forgiveness. Really focusing on uh, maybe the good intention of forgiving uh, or offering forgiveness to someone or asking for it today because I hope at least one person somewhere today as a result of what we do, will find freedom in their life. You're welcome to join us on our comment line, 888-888-1717. But there's a reality that Paul is saying, look at all I've been through, and yet my inner man is being renewed. But listen, people in Corinth, you're gonna die. All the pleasure you're seeking, all the things you're going after, If you're feeling sick and tired today, we're all gonna be at the same place at some point. When you're feeling sick and tired, how does intentional living help? That's uh, the lesson this month from intentional living. And Paul gives us a really powerful reminder. We see in the uh, book of Corinthians as he talks about the fact that this earthly tent that uh, we live in, while it's decaying, God is preparing a house more permanent for us We see that as well in John chapter 14. And so it's a very encouraging lesson, but it's also uh, a reminder of the existential reality of life and death and eternity. And as followers of Christ, we shouldn't fear that, but we should be reminded of that powerful truth that'll help us every day to want to move uh, toward a life of more intentionality in how we live for Christ. And uh, that's why we share that with you today. Let me remind you, Today, that uh, intentional living is on the air because of your prayers and your support. Because of a message like today on freedom and forgiveness going out around the world through our radio broadcast and our podcast, it's only possible because of your prayers and your support. And this month, the lesson on intentional living when you're feeling sick and tired is going out to hundreds and hundreds, a few thousand of our members around the country. And we'd love to have you be a part of that. We'll get that to you. Plus, a special book offer this month when god hears and answers prayer how does he do that and you'll find some prayers in there as well to encourage you as you join us in monthly support of intentional living all you have to do is go to the intentionallife.com that's the intentionallife.com and thank you for your prayers yesterday and again today as we're wrapping up our board meeting this uh, annual meeting Uh, We thank you for your prayers for our board of directors. These uh, men and women come from around the country to support us in leadership and help set guidance for the future, and we appreciate them, and we certainly appreciate
4: your prayers as well. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners just like you. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional living is not intended to be therapy by radio, but it is intended to help you live an intentional life in Jesus Christ. C.S. Lewis once said, To be a Christian
1: means to forgive the inexcusable because God has forgiven the inexcusable in you. That's pretty pretty, pretty good. Uh, when you think about forgiveness, the great model is Christ and his love for us to forgive us, to go to the cross for us, can we do any less in forgiving others? And that doesn't negate or lessen the offense that has occurred in your life or minimize that the hurt that you're experiencing isn't real in any way, because it is. We all get hurt. But at at the end of our day, and certainly at the end of our life, we want to look back and say, I was a person who didn't hang on to grudges. And I was a person willing to forgive. Powerful. Like Corey Ten Boom once said, forgiveness is the key which unlocks the door of resentment and the handcuffs of hatred. It breaks the chains of bitterness and the shackles of selfishness. And as a one who went through the Holocaust, Corey Ten Boom certainly uh, had reason uh, to deal with and wrestle with forgiveness, didn't she? talking about forgiveness uh, today. Uh, so the question we're really posing to you is how has forgiveness impacted your life?
0: Yeah, speaking
3: today on forgiveness, I know what's helped me in my life has been hard is Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind one to another tender-hearted Forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. I just try to obey and follow the Word of God, even when it's hard. It really does work, and it does help. It takes time, though, for others to come around as we keep forgiving them.
1: Indeed, Jill. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, Let's go to the calls. Jessica in New Mexico, welcome to the program.
6: Hi, how are you doing?
1: Good. Good. It says here you were in bondage about all this for quite a while, huh?
6: Yes, sir. I was. So, um, whenever I was young, about eight years old, I was abused by a neighbor and I had let that weigh me down for a very long time. Um, I just used it as a crutch for a lot of things. I had blamed everything that, you know, had gone wrong in my life based on that one experience. I didn't really feel like God was for me at that time. Um, I fell into a really bad depression and, um, when I got a little bit older, I had met my, who's my now husband, I had met him and he took me to church and, you know, I started hearing all these stories of forgiveness and, you know, hearing what it was like. And I finally realized that I had broken those chains or God had helped me break those chains. I was released from those chains um, after I for, forgave that man. And um, I remember the day that I forgave him. Um, and this is going to sound so wrong, but this is how I felt, was the day that I had finally prayed and wished he was in heaven instead of in hell because I was so mad at him for years for that. But I feel so much better. Um, you know, my I feel light. You know, like they do say, a weight has been lifted off your shoulders, and when you just forgive, it's no longer holding you down anymore.
1: Mm. Thank you. I'm so sorry that you experienced that and the fact that you can experience freedom, and forgiveness is powerful. I think the question we're really throwing out broadly to everyone listening, and specifically maybe to you today, is how has forgiveness impacted your life?
0: I have to say that I live my life intentionally forgiving those who have hurt me in the past. I believe it is a gift from God, forgiveness. We can't muster it in and of ourselves because of our human flesh. And forgiveness has given me tremendous freedom to live joyfully in spite of abuses that have been made and perpetrated on me. My biggest story is my brother, and I was able to love and forgive him. And uh, this past year, he committed suicide two weeks before Thanksgiving. But because of forgiveness that I had totally forgiven him, I was able to even provide for his funeral, and it is only by the grace of God. I thank God he has enabled me and enabled me to forgive. I'm uh, responding to the how I'm living intentionally in my family. What came to my mind first of all was asking for forgiveness. There's a big difference between asking for forgiveness and apologizing because when I ask my family for forgiveness, it requires a response from them. So I'm more vulnerable when I ask for forgiveness. I'm doing this with my children. I think it's very important as a parent that I humble myself to my children, let them know that I'm human, I make mistakes, and that I'm not too big to ask them for forgiveness.
1: You're absolutely right. You know, the old saying of, Sorry, you know, when a kid say that, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to hit my brother, sorry. Uh, that's nice, except that it sometimes isn't genuine, and it happens over and over. We're training, aren't we? I think she reminds us that we're really deeply asking for forgiveness and apology deep from our hearts with the idea that, hey, I, I want this behavior to stop, and I want you and ask you if you would be willing to forgive me. And, you know, the model for this, we think of First uh, John 1, 9, where we read that um, if we confess our sins, He, talking about the Lord Jesus, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so that's a a powerful reminder today as we've been thinking about freedom and forgiveness and that verse you hear often here at Intentional Living because it's a key verse for, for this thing of forgiveness. As the scripture reminds us, we need to forgive each other just as Christ has forgiven us. I hope today has been encouraging to you. We love your feedback. Take a moment. You can email us on the website. Leave a comment or call 888 1717 If you press number two when you do, you can talk to one of our staff. Come and join the Intentional Living community. They're happy to answer questions. Or go to our website at theintentionallife.com. For Stephen... And for the rest of the entire team here, Jennifer and the rest of the team, thank you for joining us. And you know what? We'll be back next time with more help on Intentional Living. See you then.